So, Tom, it's mm-hmm. been said that democracy is the worst form of government, except for all those other forms which have been tried and failed. Well, whoever said that, Sam, clearly hasn't heard of anarcho-neo-Marxist libertarianism. Yeah. Right, guys, welcome back to the Jobless Students podcast. I'm Mohammed. I'm Tom. I'm Sam. And today, after the general elections and uh, our recent episode on the monarchy, we've been thinking a lot about the different forms of governance and maybe the lack of governance. Yeah, we've actually been thinking about it a lot and definitely didn't come up with this topic five minutes ago. Hey, Tom, Tom, no need to expose us here. (laughs) And um, we've had a few... We're going to talk about a few different um, methods and ways of governance. Yeah, like proposed ones that have never really Mm. been used properly. So, Tom, why don't you... Uh, say what is this All first right. one? Oh, the first one I think is a bit interesting to go about is uh, one that was proposed uh, and has never actually been used called um, geneocracy. 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 Is this when is this when every person gets three wishes? Uh, and, um, oh, yours was better. Both of you need to shut up. <laughs> okay, shut up. Shut up right now. It was proposed by um, Ryle. Who? Wait, yeah. yeah. The leader of the International Raelian Movement. Uh, basically, he's a bit of a weird dude, really. We can yeah, go on to like it later on. He believed that in order to vote, you should have uh, an IQ of over 110. That rules out all of us. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, all of us immediately. Speak just. for yourself, Mohammed. Mm. Or are you immense, sir? I'm immensely intelligent. I t- are you immense? Yeah. Uh, yeah um, I took the test. Uh-huh. The, and they were like, oh, Sam, you're so smart. This brings me on to a point about IQ tests. There's no sort of general uh, consensus for what determines someone's IQ, and it's been proven time and time again that IQ tests aren't really a good measure of IQ. So what what, what really is IQ, guys? Um, Intelligence quotient. So so, so how do you uh, measure that? Well, they measure it using just like problem solving, but it's not really... You know what I've always learned by being on the interwebs? Reddit especially, because that place is a burning hellfire. Yeah. Someone uses their IQ score to try and explain how intelligent they are. They're probably not that intelligent. Because <laughs> they're actually intelligent, they'll have stuff to pr- show for it. Well, let's be honest. You, you, Look, all the, everyone who's ever taken an IQ test went and did a free online one that says you're like Albert Einstein, basically. <laughs> and, yeah. what, and you said that they probably have something to show for it if they actually are intelligent. But what actually shows that you're intelligent? Um, you know, graduating from school, writing a book, uh, starting a business. So you're saying, like, the example of school is saying no, something that's just one example. Because there's really that quote. There's, there's the quote. Or, or they won't even need to tell you. I think most people, you can tell how intelligent they are just by having a 10, 15 minute oh, yeah, conversation yeah. with them. To bring it back to, to the genome, geneocracy, how do you actually determine, you have a standardised system for determining whether someone is smart enough to actually vote? Yeah, well, they use the IQ test, but I think that's one of the biggest problems. You can't really determine intelligence. And also, I think the other thing about the system that doesn't make sense to me, I don't, it's not even, I don't think intelligence is what matters. It's how informed you are. Wow. You can be pretty stupid, but if you know everyone's policies and how they affect... Yeah, well, but... Well, no, because um, someone could know every single fact about history and still do terrible in a history exam. That's true. Okay, but what I mean is, like, um, you could take, like, the smartest man in, well, I don't know, like, England and, and put him in, like, the middle of Bolivia and ask him to vote. He's not going to... You know, if he doesn't know about the Bolivian politics, he yeah. doesn't know about the history Why of Bolivia, would I go there? he doesn't know about how trustworthy each of the candidates are, 
he can vote, sure, and he can be really intelligent. But you know, how informed is he? How well? So has what you're what you're saying is there should be a test on how informed someone yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with the system at all, but I think it'd make more sense to test. You know, like um, what is like, like you know, example, it could show you a policy and then say which of the parties does this policy belong to? Well, so that's that's what that's a that's a slippery slope because then a lot of parties can claim to have the same policies. A lot of parties claim they have certain policies which they don't actually have. One or more. The issue is that that would exclude so many people who just don't have the time nor inclinations. Yeah, well, I'm not actually for this system. I'm just saying it would make more sense. But that is a problem. But there there is a question of you know, I think people have a responsibility. People say you have a responsibility to vote. I think you have a responsibility to inform yourself before you vote. Yeah, but But I'm aware very many people don't have the time. This brings this brings it quite nicely back onto the point we made in the last episode, where I said that the previous system where you had to have a land to vote was quite a good system. <laughs> oh, no, because you think we should apply that? No, no, not anymore. But back then it made sense because if back then if you had land, you had money. If you had money, you had education. I but see what you're saying. But yeah, but and now, sure and you, was inherited. Yeah, but, but yeah, if it was inherited, but you still yeah, would have education. But no, nowadays, England is literally. Well, it's not, not my time stamp, but yeah, but majority, majority of the country, rate? I don't know the exact literacy rate is, I'm but the, the majority yeah, of the country up, has a base literacy rate. UK. And, and that, that system is completely preposterous now because it does rule out uh, yeah. some, a lot no, of anyone who rents. <laughs> exactly. But back then, I think it was necessary because the majority of the population was uneducated, but now, obviously, uh, we do have standard education. But doesn't everyone have a right to vote? Like, even back then, if those people had had a, a, the ability to vote, they could have shaped their lives, right? That that, that would have... Yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah, that's, the, that's the other... That, if you only give the rich the power to vote, then they're going to keep thinking... You're only like, yeah. allowing... And, and that's one, the what, problem what is, with that. What is their, you know, reason... What, what is their motive is it? for allowing people to become better educated if that would just exclude them from government? That is also a very valid point. And obviously... Um, the, the the turkey isn't going to vote for Christmas. Turkey is not good. Like, why don't we eat ham at Christmas? Christmas ham is. Excuse better. me, I'm Muslim. But maybe the yes, yeah, about Christmas. Anyway. Maybe the turkeys <laughs> would vote for Christmas if people ate more What's chicken the instead of turkey. Is there a traditional meal that you eat? Well, I eat. Oh, I know Pakistanis that eat eat this thing called bai. Is it good? Well, it's, it's goat's feet. Is it good? It's actually quite alright, but I mean, I, I don't like it personally because it makes your hands quite sticky. But um, <laughs> no, I don't see how people find it disgusting because um, like yeah, uh, in England, what is that? Isn't it a hoof? Yeah, no, in England, people eat pigs' feet. Trotters, yeah, that's yeah. True. I don't eat trotters. Well, a lot of people do though. Well, I don't. I don't find it gross. It do. doesn't seem like there'd be that much meat there. It's disgusting. So the meat's on the. It's like eating off bone. The, off the bone. Oh, yeah, I thought the hoof. the hoof was like. It's like eating solid fingernails. Uh, That'd be like eating the meat disgusting. under the fingernails. I don't personally like it too much. Well, either way, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's unnatural. Why? <laughs> are you Sorry, devil's people. advocating, or are you just being just being an arsehole? No, I'm just being an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think traditions at festivals obviously are changing. You know how Pepsi have had this whole um, advertising campaign? Oh, try a new tradition this year. They have the Pepsi Max can. That is so bizarre to me. What are they actually trying to do? They're not going to start a tradition. That's not how you start a tradition. No, no tradition has ever been started by a group of people going, let's do this thing every year. Uh, no, Coca-Cola's had a very strong hold on Christmas for a long time. Yeah, but they time. never said, start a tradition, drink Coke. They were subtle about uh, it. No, KFC in Japan. 
Yeah, yeah, but they they, they weren't subtle about it at all. They they literally they just said that rich people eat. They said it's already tradition in America. That's what convinced people. Is that right? Yeah, they said yeah. like Western people eat KFC at Christmas, and America, Japan just believed them. If okay. it was the eighties, you have to like pre-order it in like weeks in advance now. Yeah, yeah that, I do find it that is really interesting. Weird. I think we should do an episode on successful. I think write that down somewhere. We should do an episode on like, like, like massive, yeah, but like massive campaigns that have yeah, like sure. shaped the Nintendo Wii. Oh, you mean like the fact that Nintendo coined the term? No, 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 no. Shut up, Mammy. Nintendo okay, coined the term. They're not coined, but they really pushed the term consoles because they didn't want oh, people calling, people calling Sega. Yeah. yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, this is um this back is on topic. Awesome. Back on topic. Yeah, to um, so get back on topic. Right, moving on to our, our next what form of governance. Uh, no, on? no. Geniocracy. Yeah, what about it? Do you have anything we... else you want to say? Um, I'm worried if we talk... Editing this is going to be such a shit show. <laughs> Stop swearing. No. You're going to have to edit that part out. <laughs> Stop laughing. All right, I think we should move on, Sam, for all our, our six. No. Also, if you've been watching this and it's like five minutes long and it seems a bit disjointed, <laughs> know that Mohammed won the argument. And that there's a lot of stuff that we just recorded that you did not hear. But if if it's all in, then well, you've got me to blame, really. <laughs> right. Uh, next one. Right. I think the most interesting one, in my opinion. Anarchism. Anarchism. You you read my mind, man. Exactly. Well, Great minds think how unpredictable. There were two. Like a true anarchist society. That is a very good. Or is it, Sam? Tell us. Would it? So, so Sam, you're the expert here in anarchist societies. Your digital chaotic nature, Sam. <laughs> you're very suited to explain what anarchism Wait, wh- is. What alignment do you play with in Dungeons and Dragons? Oh well, okay. So generally, uh, chaotic is quite fun because you don't really have to. As long as you're being a generally all right person, you're, I think you're I think that's a fairly good way to sum up anarchism, actually. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, anarchism is um, they don't like government. They don't want government. They believe that people should govern themselves. Yeah. Kind of live in, like, self-sustaining communities where everyone makes decisions for themselves. Um, it's kind of been tried, like, not really. Ancient Greece kind of had it for a bit. So every time there's sort of, like, a revolution, there is this brief period of anarchism. Mm-hmm. No, that's... See, that's what people think anarchy is. It, it's, it's not, not anarchy. Caveman. Anarchism is not anarchy. It doesn't mean chaos. No, because when you, when you take down well, a government, that's what there, is, there is generally a period where there is no sort of central government. Yeah, and people just do what they want. And I, I know there are people in this school, I've spoken to people that believe that they shouldn't be governed. I personally... Really? Like, for real? Yeah, there's oh a guy God. in the year above who I will not name. I mean, he's never going to listen to this anyway, so it's not really matter, but I'm not going to name him anyway. <laughs> um, who, who told me once that he thinks that there should be a government. And I was like, personally... That's a bit dumb because I think yeah. people always gravitate towards having a leader. You know, I'm sure we've all read Lord of the Flies <laughs> or watched no. Lost. Uh, people pick a leader. It's just, it seems to be how it goes. I mean, obviously, you know, we don't know. I'm not an expert in human nature, but it, that's what it feels like. I just, you guys seen The Purge, right? No. But yeah. Like, I understand the concept. I just, I've seen anarchists seem to believe that people will just, like, the thing is, they're so responsible, but they won't. There, no, there, there are a lot of good people in this world, but there are a lot of bad people. I, and you only no, need a few bad people. Exactly. I genuinely think like the purge is just stupid, right? Because most people <laughs> would just go about their lives normally. Like, yeah, I don't really. think most people. Yeah, if I don't give it a day, no, but the, the, the bad people. There's a there's a fringe of people. No, right? the, 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 there's a fringe of people, right? That 
they they want to do something bad, but because the, they know the consequences, they don't do something bad. Oh God, I think that, that group of people very very much big one. And when you say, I think I think it's not just about there's good people and bad people. There's a lot of very good people, and there's, and there's a lot of bad people. But there's also the vast majority of people are just people living their lives, and that, the problem with that is, you know, most people they aren't going to try and stop the bad people. That's, that's true. the good people's yeah. job. So you only need a few bad people to completely corrupt a society. The other thing is, if you're living in a bad neighbourhood, you have to go bad. When there's no police, what do you do? No, it's like the, the broken windows effect. If all the windows around you are broken, you wouldn't mind going and breaking another one. And it, it was the whole well, the, the study on the New York subway. If I'm walking down I don't know, the New York subway... And there's a few windows smashed. I'm not going to go out of my way to smash well, another one. No, but other people will. That is yeah, and then people, and it's not the fact that you're going to smash another one. It's the fact that you see all these windows broken. You wouldn't mind dodging a fare. That kind of thing. Well, and that, that, that no, was a study on, in the New on. York subway. If you walked, what? Let's say, right, you don't have money, okay, and you want you need to get the train. Yeah. What station are you more likely to try and dodge the fare on? A really run-down one. I, I wouldn't dodge Covered in graffiti. Okay, but let's say the most likely, just say the most likely. Covered in graffiti, tennis-style looks a bit broken, there's piss all over the floor. Or a really, really clean, neat one, really polished. Okay, yeah, point taken. But that is on the assumption that someone is going to dodge that fare. Yeah, and that, think that's the thing. You only need it. And, and even if it's only like 5%, then you have to have some form of... of um, and if you see someone else do it, you'll Police. do it. Because I've seen this at train stations a lot of the time. Someone's like going through the, the barriers with someone else and then another person will do it and another person will do it because they've seen that person do it. That's classic conformity. You add a, yeah. a dissenting peer. Someone who doesn't conform and you see them do it and you might like to do it yourself. You yeah. do need... Look, I, I'm not trying to preach conformity and the police... The justice system is very flawed. I think we can all uh, admit that. I don't think it is. It is. No, I don't think it is. How is it flawed, Tom? Well, did you know... Seventy-five percent of, re- of um, people that leave prison reoffend within five years. Well, is that is that necessary down to the police force, or is that it's down the prison to the system as well? I mean, the justice the system as a whole, the justice system, not oh, just okay. the police system. Okay. Uh, there's you know there's a lot of problems needed. I get that, uh, and a lot of people don't think it's right that you should have to um, follow rules. You know, I think in the general idea about it is right. Um, I think it was Hobbes uh, came up with it, like the idea of contractarianism. Is it fair to have to follow rules in a country that you didn't choose to enter, right? If you were born in England... You can always leave. Yeah, you can always I mean, leave. Nowadays, it, you can leave, but previously, like, say, 100 years ago, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't have been so easy. Yeah. But I think this is where religion ties into it. This previously, an anarchism, <laughs> anarchism might have worked, like, say, 200 years ago, because people had the, the authority, nah. moral authority of religion, um, saying that, oh, if you kill that, you're going to go to hell or whatever. But nowadays, where religion has less... Anarchism, is it? You're saying no. no, but if it was anarchism, no central government, no, but people would be. You wouldn't need as much. Of a, we didn't have a police force until then, and that. Yeah, and religion worked, worked quite well. Religion for that. was the peacekeeper. Yeah, and nowadays where religion doesn't have so much of a control over people, yeah, that you, might not be as effective. So many secular and even religious people don't seem scared of hell anymore. If you come on, some of the religious people in the school, yeah. the things that they've done. Yeah. <clears throat> it, so yeah, no, religion isn't much of a peacekeeper anymore. I just don't see this how this could possibly work. Uh, I I. I encourage you to go out and do um, a lot more research on it because uh, you know, we just had to have a conversation about it. Yeah. But, um, the, other, the other interesting thing about anar- anarchism mm. is how it's been turned into a, a prefix, like anarcho this, anarcho that. Like, go on Reddit and, and type in anarcho. Do you guys want to know what anarcho-capitalism is? <laughs> yeah, sure, go on. It's, which is the stick because the whole point of anarchism is like socialism and destroying capitalism. Not really. No, no, no. No, that is what the main 
No, that, that's no, or they they believe in it, but it's not distinctly tied with anarchism. Because I think an- anarcho-capitalism is something that Basically, a, a lot entirely a lot, free market, no government. A lot of Republicans like anarcho-capitalism because what Republicans like is um, small government, and is sort they 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 prefer it as opposed to um, Democrats, which prefer big government. Republicans like the the free market to be quite uh, open no, and yeah, less government. Yeah, they want no, they want an entirely free market, but that would be disastrous. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously you need to have like the FTC. Yeah, you, know, you have to have checks, regulation checks, yeah, yeah. health and safety checks. You have to have people making sure they're not damaging the environment. Corporations have a responsibility to um, take care of the environment and the yeah. people they're selling to. That kind of stuff is is, is needed. Well, anarcho-capitalists believe that um, that that the the market will do this themselves as in, for example about environmental things people they, they believe that people that um, don't want to buy from someone who's uh, sort of made, got spilling oil in the in the into the sea yeah, but when every corporation's spilling oil into the sea how are you supposed to I think even nowadays it's really difficult to do that every corporation in a world with so many monopolies the free market would allow for massive monopolies yeah like an entirely free market I'm talking about um, and then once it, once something's monopolized massively, like your options, and what if you're poor? Your options are buy the cheap thing that has negative effects, or buy the really expensive thing from like the arti- you know, the artisan, artisanal, yeah. vegan place from down the street where the cross yeah. It's like yeah, poor it's people find it very difficult to be vegan. But the concept is that someone would then step in to provide that, right? So they may have a share of the market. But that would, I mean, in practice, how likely is that to happen? I think. Um, Anarchists have a very optimistic view of humanity. Yeah, and they—I don't—I don't think they take into account how it really only takes a few bad people to um, to mess things up. Oh, so many people don't do anything just out of fear of punishment. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, who who outside? And this is another point: the individual can't stand up to bad people. It's only the fact that there is so much force behind the police and the strength in numbers that the individual can't stand up to the police, but an individual versus an individual is, is quite a... Uh, No-one's really going to be willing to take that step to enforce uh, order. And then when, when you do get bodies that enforce order yeah, and uh, emerging, be, that's going to be yeah, not anarchism. Just, what, militia groups. Exactly. It, yeah. and, and they're just... Yeah. I disagree with it. I encourage you to do your own research, things like anarcho-communism, anarcho-capitalism. <coughs> I think people will... I, I feel like anarchism would never be sustainable. Eventually, someone would form a government. Oh, uh, last one. I think, um, What's it called again? Demarcocracy. 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 I can't uh, pronounce uh, it. Well, di- di- just part out. Di- no, it's also called sortition. We're not going to edit anything out. Of <laughs> <this>. <laughs> it's also called sortition. Sortition. Demarchy. Demarchy. Yes. So moving on to our last one. Demarchy. What's now, it? Demarchy. The, the, like, to break Sounds it down, there's a lot of like different versions of it that have been used. It's basically random selection. So individual citizens, um, they just get randomly selected. Do you know how people are selected for jury duty? Could be you. But like that. Yeah. You get a letter in the door. I'm assuming you're any adult male or a female, obviously. Any yeah, adult yeah. person would could receive a letter in the mail saying, you have been selected to... Um, to vote. No, to, no, run, to the run the government. Run the gov- oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, to run the government. Oh, Jesus. So, obviously, the, the, the there's a whole obvious downside to this. Can you imagine but there if are I some was, upsides. like, Prime Minister? Oh, my God. So, if it, was done, if it was done properly, if it was truly random, you would have an equal representation of races, of um, sexualities, of classes... Well, no, you wouldn't. ...in that country. You wouldn't. You, you wouldn't. You, 
you'd have proportional. It was random. It no, you'd have it proportional to how that. So if if like a society is eighty uh, percent white, uh-huh. then eighty percent of people in government would be white. Yeah, so it was done truly randomly. It wouldn't be done equally. Oh, sorry, I meant proportional. That's what I meant. It wouldn't yeah. be proportional though, because that's just a statistic. There, there's, there is no, a no, chance. No, no, it would be roughly proportional. It, no, but no, statistically, it has a ch- the, yeah, the highest chance is that it's perfectly proportional, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, but the, but there is a chance where it's like if there's eighty percent black people and eighty percent white people, it could be still entirely white people. Yeah, it could, but statistically, it's more likely to yeah, be more. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you do it randomly, it'll be more proportional than I think it is at the moment. So that's one. Uh, idea, but then you, you, you. What if the you randomly select, say, Tommy Robinson? Who's Tommy Robinson? Tommy Robinson, the the ex leader of the EDL. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, that is the problem. Um, yeah, well, yeah. First of all, there's a general level of incompetence. Okay, the average person probably couldn't run government as much as they like to say I could do it better myself. <laughs> no, I mean, you, I no, you couldn't, Dave. Sam, shut up. <laughs> no, I could. I could. You reckon you make a good prime minister? Yeah. Without any prior experience, you're yeah. going to straight into prime minister. Well, the other thing is, I don't think this involves I'd choosing a leader. Me. You just have a government. So you're choosing a bunch of random people to try and cooperate with each other. That's hard enough. Secondly, like I said, what if you had a good politician, but like a fascist? If you put a Hitler in there, how hard is it going to be for him to commit a bunch of citizens to do what he says? And it also begs the question, what would happen to parties and party politics? Well, it would well obviously it would be a completely yeah. different system. Yeah. So you, yeah. I mean, how often would it... And the other thing is, right, the, the whole idea of... Um, like, every five years, we have a re-election, don't we? Yeah. Fixed-term parliament at 2000... Yeah. But the, the idea is, if you vote in... If you keep the same party in, then boom, they've already got five, they've already got loads of experience. If you vote in the old party, it's full of people that have been in parliament. They know how it works. They know how government works. They're trained in it. The whole, the whole purpose of that... If you're completely ad- replacing the system every five years... Yeah. The, the whole benefit of the, our British political system is that we have adversarial system where we have a government in waiting. So should a government be uh, elected out of office, then there is a government ready there with necessary experience, uh, ready to take over the government. And when you have random people, then obviously it's not going to work so great, is it? It was used a bit in Athens again. Athens seems to try everything. They um, pick people from the oligarchy. Certain like small towns in uh, other areas have tried it before. Oh, if they're picking from the oligarchy, that's all right because they've got some experience right. with um, power. Rich people aren't always. But it's better than getting a random person off the streets. Well, I don't think so. I I think I'd argue that it's worse. I'd rather ha- I'd rather pick a random t- citizen than like a random. What if you end up with like some rich kid, twenty year old? Probably. No, obviously they don't want to pick a rich, random rich kid. But yeah, I think, I mean, maybe Bill Gates would probably be better than running any system than your average dude. Exactly. Even if, you know, yeah, I don't know. All the, there's a reason these systems have been tried out in mass, because it doesn't really, none of them really seem to work very well. It's just, it doesn't make any sense, really. Judeocracy is, is ableist in general, and very undemocratic. Yeah, it doesn't even work, because, like I said, what if you have a bunch of scientists? They might not be political scientists. Being really good at physics doesn't mean that you can be like... doesn't mean you're going to know the best person to vote for. Maybe we should just have referendums on everything. I think we should just work harder on um, informing the public in general. Inform the public. Make sure you use your right to vote. Make sure... That's the important thing. Inform yourself. Know who you're voting for. And if you don't like what's going on, you know, try and stand in for government yourself. None of, none of the people who are listening to this or like nine of them is old enough to vote <laughs> but when you are vote yeah take it from us 
on the Jobless Students podcast. As we've proven, the other forms uh, of governance are simply inferior to the one we have at the moment. So if we don't oh, make well, use, well, well. if we don't make use <laughs> of the one we have at the moment, it would be a great waste. So do vote. Uh, Jobless Students is not biased, you know. Jobless students uh, will not. We can't be biased <laughs> to favour democracy over geniocracy. Come oh, on, no, no, no. <laughs> are you out of your mind? Here are the jobless students. You know, you can be a Nazi if you want. No, I'm no, 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 no Nazis allowed on the jobless students. The jobless podcast. students. We are pro democracy, pro free speech. And Unless you're a Nazi. Unless, no, no, Nazis should be able to say why they're Nazis, so they can be explained. Ooh, that's why in, in England, we don't have free speech. No. Which I like. I, I, no, I, I think freedom of speech is the most one of the most important rights, really. We have freedom of speech in a very you convoluted sense. You need to control some of it. You kind of yeah. people. I, I think like the, the balance we have in England is good. I think so far it has, but on principle it isn't. Oh my god! Did you guys see that talking free speech? Just to wrap it up, it's a funny story. Have you guys seen the? Those two guys on YouTube that um, convinced Katie Hopkins to fight. Yeah, oh, that was that hilarious. Was so oh, good! Oh my god! god. So good. It's almost as sweet as when Katie Hopkins uh, had to declare bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, no. when she got banned of Twitter recently. Yeah. Oh, it's not going great for so her. So good. Um, yeah, Thomas students to rights. Katie Hopkins as a racist. Yeah. It's not a very nice person. And on that so, very beautiful note, have a good week. Thanks for listening. Wait, should we tell the story? Tell no. All right. No. No. Okay. No. Shut up. <laughs>